Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is Empowering Astrology, and we're looking at the astrology of September 13th through 19th, 2021. So getting further into Virgo season this week, actually we're about a week and a half as I record this away from the end of Virgo season. So things are just flying by. And we had that Virgo new moon last week. Um, it was the time to start new projects, to sort of start new healthy initiatives. Um, as we talked about last week, that Virgo, <clears throat> excuse me, throat chakra, that Virgo new moon uh, activated the energies of the eclipses. So for some of you, big life is happening. Even though the eclipses were three months ago, we sort of have these periodic check-ins on their energy. Another thing that we had last week was Virgo, not Virgo, Venus, Venus in Scorpio. I want to kind of talk a little bit, recircle re back to Venus in Scorpio because um, there was some comments about, oh, Venus in Scorpio, it's all about jealousy and manipulation and, and stalking. And certainly that is somewhere in the experience of the Scorpio archetype or the Venus and Scorpio archetype, but we have to be very careful. It's not to paint Scorpio or even Venus and Scorpio. Hey, I have Venus and Scorpio. Thank you very much. It's retrograde. Um, it's not to say that that is, you know, all kittens and rainbows with Venus and Scorpio, but, um, it sort of brings me to a point that I try to make in, in either overt or subtle ways every week. Like the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. Venus and Scorpio is not going to just make you start stalking people or being absolutely terrible and manipulative or obsessive in a relationship. But if there's something inside of you that connects with that expression of Venus and Scorpio, maybe that's coming out. Or maybe you're experiencing that in other ways. But that's the thing. Like for some people, we have Venus and Scorpio as a very different look at what we value, how do we connect, how do we interact, and how do we socialize. And maybe it's to really see that Scorpio is a sign of power. And, and, and rebirth and transformation and really getting into raw and real and intimate emotions. And maybe this is a time where Venus is in Scorpio, we connect to that side. So there's always a, a range of experience with any um, aspect, whether it's Venus in a sign or Mars square Saturn, which is traditionally a negative aspect. We have to sort of look at both sides of it. And again, the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%, which means that your consciousness, your subconsciousness, your unconsciousness, your fears, your traumas, your self-awareness, all color how you experience the energy of the archetype, both of the planet and of the sign. Little little side note. Um, see some familiar faces. Hello. Thank you for joining me live. If you are watching on the replay, hello. Yes, you can watch this on YouTube, IGTV. Also listen as a podcast on Spotify. But just to reintroduce myself, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in the New York City area. And every week we gather live to look at the astrology. So do say hello. Let me know where you're watching from. I'm kind of this nerd for the world. And you know, I always kind of, I can't travel as much as I used to. So I have to travel 
through you. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I'm like, I'm also a psychic medium. So that element comes into my work, you know, but I'm astrologer first, but I have to kind of, on a side note, maybe this is kind of the Scorpio side of me coming out, but I had to drive back down to Maryland where I'm from originally because I had my mom's um, memorial and it was on 95, which is a major artery here in the United States for those who don't know. And I was having these um, ghost experiences on I-95. It was almost like the people who had not passed on, who maybe had been in a, in a traffic accident. Um, I've never had anything like that happen to me before. So it was a very interesting Scorpio moon weekend for me. And I hope you all are well. But uh, let's look at the astrology of this week, September 13th through 19th, 2021. So this week, we've sort of the main uh, headliner is that Mars goes into Libra. So Mars spends about five, six weeks in any sign of the Zodiac. And Mars is kind of like the gas and the drive of the of all the planets. Like, you know, I was talking to a client and she was kind of explaining her, her circumstances and some of the things that were going on. And I was like, we got, a, we got a Mars problem here. Mars is like the get up and go. No Mars nothing happens we sort of get stuck and so when mars is in a particular sign it is a time for us to express mars through the sign of that uh through through the energy of that sign so it's been in virgo for the last six weeks and virgo is a sign where mars action drive motivation forward movement goes through the energy of Virgo. So we worked hard, we kind of got things organized, we sort of looked at, not just looked at, but sort of took action with the various systems and networks in our lives. Mars and Virgo can get very focused and driven about the details, but it's also a very health conscious Mars. So maybe over the last five, six weeks, you're using that Mars to get healthy to make new initiatives, Mars, to actions to, towards uh, optimum health for yourself. Um, but Mars is switching signs, you know, as I record this on Monday, September 13th, Mars is at the very end of Virgo. And when a planet reaches the end of a sign, there's a little bit of a, what did you learn, um, element to it, because the end of the sign sort of evokes the energy of Saturn. Saturn's all about lessons, making things real and concrete, and sort of making decisions based on what we've learned. So there's this sort of this time we're taking action, Mars, as we get to the end of Virgo, um, on all things Virgo, health, wellness, service, order, organization. But uh, Mars is going to leave Virgo, which the sun is in Virgo right now, and it's going to go into Libra on September 14th, Tuesday, September 14th. Libra is a very different sign for Mars to be in. Um, classically, we would say Mars is in its detriment in Libra. Why? Because Libra, or rather, Mars rules Aries, which is Libra's opposite sign, and also rules Scorpio. It's a little bit of an intermediate point for those who are learning astrology. But Mars is in the sign that's opposite of what it rules. And so the classical rules are it's in its detriment. It's in, it's not able to work in the way that it's supposed to. So Mars and Libra doesn't mean that we all sort of lose it for five, six weeks, but it means that we now have to do Mars action motivation in a way that's a little counter to what it normally wants to do. Mars is 
typically very self-motivated, singularly focused Aries, the I. But in Libra, it's not the I, it's the we, it's the us. So now Mars has to use its drive, its energy, and its motivation to do Libra things, compromise, partnership, negotiation. Mars in Libra is great at negotiation because it's very driven to find a solution that works for everybody. But of course, just like any planet, any sign, there's a shadow and Mars and Libra can really bring up thorny relationship issues. And Mars is not subtle, it's not quiet. Um, so if something is sort of brewing underneath the surface between you and somebody else, um, especially if you are a Libra, Capricorn, um, Cancer, or uh, Aries, something may come to the surface because Libra is what's called a cardinal science. Cardinal th signs are the starts of new beginnings. It makes things happen. So this is a time when Mars has to be a little uncomfortable, but uncomfortable doesn't mean that it stops working. So this is what, you know, kind of want to make that point, you know, Venus in Scorpio, Venus is in its detriment because it's in the sign that is ruled by Mars. And Mars and Venus are sort of at opposite ends in the rulerships, rulerships of astrology. But we're going to have a little bit of something called a mutual reception with Mars and Libra and Venus and Scorpio. So they're sort of able to work around these sort of natural limitations. But I do want to look at the side, you know, I do want to empower Venus and Scorpio, I do want to empower Mars and Libra, but also to be real, like this is a Mars that has to do things very different. Um, as a result, there is a certain part of your life that's going to get that heat, that energy of Mars. And we will go through that in a moment. Like I said, Mars is not subtle. It's sort of is pointed, you know, the, literally the symbol is, you know, the Mars symbol with the arrow, it's pointed, it makes things happen and initiates, it's sometimes it's fires, proverbial fires, hopefully not literal fires. So Mars, you know, it's third chakra, Mars is setting fires a little bit <clears throat> in Libra. So look at whatever relationship stories are coming up for you uh, this week, especially as we go into next week but also on september 14th is sun opposite neptune so the sun makes what's what it's called its annual opposition to neptune neptune is over in pisces the sun right now is in virgo so virgo and pisces they both have you know they, they both support each other meaning they're both the signs of helping and healing um, service, but they do it in different ways. Virgo, it's physical healing, it's you know, the nurse of the zodiac, service, physical service, but Pisces is spiritual service, spiritual healing. Virgo is earth, Pisces is this, this kind of feeling of heaven or something beyond this world, call it what you will. But Neptune is kind of a funny influence because even though in the modern way of looking at things, Neptune rules Pisces. I, I use traditional rulers. Um, that's another topic for another time. Um, but Neptune, it's kind of a funny influence because Neptune's job, just like Uranus and Pluto, is to get us to evolve. And Neptune dissolves the boundaries between this world and the next world. So Virgo is really good at like a you know, it's got to touch things. It's got to know it for real. There's sort of this 
mental analysis. You know, Mer Virgo is ruled by Mercury. But you get some Neptune energy in there, and it's like we don't know what's real, what's not real, what's illusions. We can't quite do Virgo as we normally do. Uh, side note, Neptune has been in Pisces since 2011, 2012. It's sort of giving this energy of like what's real, what's not real. Everybody's questioning things. There's also more interest in spirituality. You could get very cynical about that or not. But I think in the highest side of Neptune and Pisces is really trying to connect with something outside of this world. But this is where that opposition to the sun comes in. The sun is the ego, it's the self. And so if you take Neptune and you run it through the energies of the ego, you get some really funky astrology. So this is where on one hand, we feel really emotionally overwhelmed. We're not getting our way. We want it to go this way, but it just seems like we keep trying and we just kind of have a little bit of a breakdown. Or maybe your dreams are very vivid. Maybe your intuition is more uh, active than usual. Maybe that's my experience with I-95 this weekend and, and spirits. Um, but maybe also you want to meditate more. Maybe you're feeling this energy as a call to sort of transcend the self, the ego, but this is also a very ungrounding energy. So my joke is don't drink your Neptune. Um, just be a little, you know, do what you will. You, everybody's life is, is your life. But um, yeah, I am looking fancy tonight. It's like, what am I going to wear? Um, thought. So yeah, don't drink your Neptune because it's sort of like the boundaries between this world and the next world are, are just very porous right now. Um, and Neptune just makes it even more porous. So do it, you know, do more Virgo. Make sure you have your feet on the solid ground. Take care of yourself. Be in your body um, because we have a lot of Neptune energy this week. Could be that you're feeling this energy, a lot of deep buried emotions. Because Neptune can sometimes feel like a flood and almost like things that were completely uh, suppressed or just coming to the surface. So just that, that's happening. Same time, Mars is going into Libra on September 14th. Um, the other aspect I wanted to highlight this week, there are others, but you know, we only got so much time together, um, is Venus squares Saturn on Friday, September 17th. So Venus is in Scorpio. I have to go back and listen to my 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 rant about Venus and Scorpio. Um, Saturn is an Aquarius. So Scorpio and Aquarius are what are called fixed signs. And if you've been paying attention to some of the things that I've been saying here over the last few months, we got Uranus is in Taurus, Taurus is also a fixed sign. So all year long, we have Saturn square Uranus. So this major configuration that's happening in the sky. This is why your fixed signs, your fixed sign friends are not so fixed at the moment. Check in with your Aquarian friends. Probably a lot's going on in their life. Talk to a Leo, talk to a Scorpio, see what's going on. Because sort of those things that you never thought would change are suddenly changing. But um, you're going to have these moments throughout the year where a planet, Mars or Venus or a full moon, a new moon or an eclipse, activate these energies. So Venus is the planet of relationships. It's about 
understanding and socializing and connecting and interacting with somebody. It's like we need Venus, otherwise we'd be all Mars. Mars is I want, I need, I'm gonna go after things. That's good up until a point. Venus says, hey, other people have needs too. So Venus helps us to socialize and to be aware of other people and to connect and to build relationship and partnership. And I mean all relationship, not just romantic relationship, but Venus is also, as the ruler of uh, Taurus, is a planet of money. Money, income, uh, value, it's why Venus kind of connects us to the energy of the pentacle, the, the five-pointed star. Um, and you know this idea of Venus helping us to understand what we need resource-wise, how do we feel safe in this world, the fertility of the world, and sort of making sure that we have the money that we need in order to take care of ourselves. So relationships, money, value, these are two things that are coming up against Saturn this week. Saturn, despite its reputation, just wants whatever you're choosing, whatever you're deciding to be a good choice, that it fulfills all the different check marks that Saturn really wants something to fill. Is it gonna last? That's what's one of Saturn's motivations. Is it gonna last? Is it equitable and fair? It's another one of Saturn's motivations, meaning whatever you're choosing, if it's going against yourself, if it's putting you at an imbalance or putting somebody else at an imbalance, you might come to this energy on Friday or all week long and feel it in a way that's very different than somebody else. Saturn wants a commitment and it says like if you're gonna say yes it has to be a solid yes there's no there's no there's no wavering you know Saturn is a long-term planet it's thinking of the long-term goals and plans it takes 29 years to go around the Sun for example so we're coming up to this point but just as Venus is making a square to Saturn next week it's gonna make an opposition to Uranus so it's activating the Saturn Uranus square that we've been having all year long. One foot, we're in a, one foot's in a new life, one foot is then an old life. And maybe this is a week where we're really feeling that pull between these two lives. And we might have to make a serious decision, Saturn, Saturn's serious decisions. Whatever you are choosing, and this is sort of to you know tip my cap towards Uranus, it has to not keep you small. It can't be based on fears and limitations. It can't be something that is keeping an old system running if that old system is going against you or keeping you um, not able to grow. So this is sort of what we're coming against this week. And Venus, as the ruler of Uranus, you know, maybe there's something that's happening this week. I'm not saying something's going to happen bad or you know something crazy, but it's just to, to really pay attention to the stories that are coming out, the, the, the experiences that you're having, the choices that you're making, and thread it back to different points throughout this year. It could have been August. We had that really intense August new moon on August 8th, our Leo new moon on August 8th. It could be back in June. Um, we had uh, the second Saturn Uranus square on, I think it was June 14th. We go back to February 17th, and we had the first Saturn Uranus square. But... Um, even go back to May of 2018, March of 2019. Those were the two dates when Uranus went into Taurus. Uranus hadn't been in Taurus since the 1930s and 40s, so quite a long time ago. 
So you might see that something about those times, these events that might seem distant or completely unrelated are, are in fact not that um, unrelated after all. So that's, that's part of your homework this week. But um, we're going to look at Mars, the 12 signs, uh, and what this means for each of you. Again, just a friendly reminder, I'm going to put the timestamps up. This will be after the, the live broadcast, so you can go to your sign. I know some of you sometimes just skip to your sign and listen to just your sign, but I think it's good to listen to the introduction, get some background information, and then go to your sign, or listen to your rising sign, or listen to the sign of a partner or our best friend, for example. But um, let's look at Mars through the 12 signs for Mars and Libra. So Aries, Libra is your relationship sign. It is the sign that opposes you. So Mars over the last six weeks has been in the sign of work and projects and health, and you've been really having to focus on your physical well-being. Mars goes into Libra on September 14th and now activates relationships. So Mars is you. Mars is your planet. When you are Mars is in Libra, you can't quite get your way. I'm so sorry to say, Aries. It's like, how do you learn to negotiate compromise? How do you learn to see things from the perspective of somebody else? And maybe this is a time where you have to take a little bit of a step back and not be the leader and let somebody else lead in, in the dance of life. Um, this is also a time when maybe you are feeling extra motivated to connect to other people, whether it's romantic partnership, whether it's one, any sort of one-on-one -on -one connection, but you're gonna find that the next six weeks are very social, very interactive, a time when you're busy, but also a time when if there's anything sort of bubbling under the surface between you and a mate or you and a partner or you and somebody else that's directly in your life, it could come to the surface. But uh, that's something for you to keep in mind. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's sort of like you have to do things a little differently over the next six weeks. Taurus. So Mars is now going into your sign of health and wellness. Um, so it's very typical when Mars is in this part of the chart that you feel very motivated to, let's say, get a doctor's appointment or focus on your physical health or even you know projects and work. That's another part of this time in your life. So this is, you know, you might be very busy, you might be working hard, um, but I also say, like, look to see where, because there's an element of, because it's Libra, and Libra in a, in a roundabout way does talk about systems and networks. How do you get your day-to-day -day life running? How do you focus more on the details? Mars is a relationship planet for you, um, Taurus. So maybe there's something coming up with uh, a relationship, having to take care of, some, of somebody, um, really be of service to somebody, for example. Um, Gemini. Libra is what's called your fifth sign. So Mars going into the fifth sign so the next six weeks are about you really expressing yourself. It's about creativity, talent. Sometimes when I say creativity to people, they immediately think of art. It's not just art. 
anything that you put yourself into, you put your name on, you put your stamp on, it could be, I don't know, like a, a spreadsheet, it could be a cake, it could be a child, um, is where, how you express that creative energy. This is also time for you to reconnect with what makes you passionate, especially if you've been feeling a little burnt out. We all need that that fire burning within. The problem is when we don't have that fire burning within, we get burnt out. That's what that means. You don't have the passion. You don't have the joy. You don't have the fire. So Mars is going to try to help you relight it. Um, so it's a time to also focus on fun, um, leisure, you know, the things that normally one would do during the summer, you just happen to be doing it now. I realize I said summer, it's not the summer in, in the southern hemisphere, so it's, anyway, you get the idea. But that said, um, I mentioned children. So children could also be a focus for you um, over the next six weeks, including your own, or even, if this is relevant to you, of course, pregnancy. Mars is really motivating you to really focus on this part of your life. Again, whether it's the children that you have or the children that you are, try are trying to have. But nevertheless, this is a time for you, Gemini, to really get your passions going. Um, Gemini, I think that you're a sign that's been through a lot the last few years. So you could use that little punch of energy. Cancer. Cancer Mars is now at the bottom of your chart. The bottom of any chart is about roots, home, family, stability. Sound familiar? I say that because those all sound like cancer words. Well, this is the part of the chart that typically is cancer's domain. So Mars is really motivating you, driving you, Mars, um, to really focus on your home environment, to maybe move. Sometimes Mars um, going through this part of the chart can um, coincide with a move. Or maybe you feel very motivated to, you know, feather your nest, so to speak, make purchases for the home. But this is also a time when maybe Mars is kind of bringing something to the surface in the home environment. Um, Mars typically in this part of the chart, the home is not a quiet, peaceful place. Something typically, not always, but typically is going on it could be renovations it could be noisy people in the home it could be just people are coming through and visiting a lot but um what do you need i think that's sort of the deeper um question to ask yourself cancer what do you need during this time because cancer we've talked about this in previous um weeks you're in this sort of two-year period it's probably a year and a half left at this point of really doing deep inner emotional work and with all that deep diving that you're doing or deep diving that you're being forced to do I say forced because Saturn sometimes doesn't take no for an answer um, what do you need in order to create the stability in your life right now how do you come back to yourself and come back home a little bit of a existential point to make for you cancer um, Leo Mars is going into what's called your third sign. So the third sign is about voice and communication. It's how you listen, how you learn, how you think, how you move, how you 
travel, there's curiosity in this part of the chart. So you're going to be on the go for the next uh, you know, six weeks, Leo. And with Mars there, Mars is in the sign of voice, you may have something, not may, probably likely have something to say. You know, Mars typically does not mince words when it's in the third sign. It's got a very quick mind. It's got an even quicker mouth. Um, you know, maybe it's not quite as diplomatic, but it's really great for people that want to write and want to you know, really get those ideas out there. But it's also good for education endeavors. So maybe you feel very inspired to take classes, to really focus on your um, education. And this is the part of the ch chart that does talk about travel, although it's different than, let's say, the other side of the chart where it's more about long distance travel. This is more about the just going in and around town or going on road trips. So maybe you're going on a lot of trips over the next six weeks. Um, Virgo, I had to think about that for a second. Virgo, a happy birthday, Virgo. I know it's your starting to come to the end of your season. Um, don't worry, you had that Virgo new moon just last week just to get you started. And you're going to have a full moon next Monday, but I'm sort of getting ahead of myself. But Mars is moving out of your sign. So you had Mars since the beginning of August, really lighting a fire in you, Virgo. And, and probably in Virgo, if you're watching, you can correct me if I'm wrong, maybe the last six weeks have not been exactly peaceful. Maybe it's really made a lot of things happen or move forward. Or maybe on the positive side, you felt very uh, inspired and motivated to, to take action in your life and sort of moves towards a lot of new things in your life. But now Mars is going into Libra. And Libra is your second sign. And the second sign is all about how do we create material stability in our lives. And so you might feel very motivated, Mars, to really focus on your material life, like making more money, making sure your resources are gathered, that you're you feel like your physical life is well supported. Um, this is a time when you might be spending more money. Mars, Mars doesn't exactly hold back, or maybe you're using this time um, to be very self-motivated. Um, you know, this is a great Mars in the second or Mars in the tenth. Um, side note, it's really great for people that are uh, self-employed or really kind of work to with sales or make the money that they need. Very self-motivated and self-directed. But um, yeah, so the next uh, six weeks are about money, but also value. And I mean, not just the physical value of things, but also the intrinsic value, the, the, the self-worth. That's another thing that might be coming up over the next couple of years, but I, next couple of weeks, not years. Um, but I think it's important to uh, mention that Mars, um, you know, you, in a way you started something the last five, six weeks, and this is the next five, six weeks after that is a time to bring all this energy into something. It's the second wants to concretize something. It wants to sort of make it physical and real and tangible. So that's where the first is about the spark, the initiation, the new idea, and then the second is where you make it real. So Scorpio, Mars is your planet, so Mars changing signs in a way talks about something a different chapter 
in your life. So Mars, went, it was in Virgo. Virgo is your 11th sign, so it's been about looking towards the future. But you're now reaching to the part of your personal zodiac that represents the end of your chart. And when you get to the end of your chart, you're sort of wrapping up a two-year journey because Mars, it has this two-year cycle. So yeah, the last time Mars was in Libra, I think it was August, maybe September of 2019. But Libra is your last sign. So Mars is going into the part of the chart where Mars typically wants to, to make something happen. It wants to initiate Nevertheless, it's in the part of the chart about endings. All things have to come to an end. That's the thing about astrology. It's cyclical. You reach the end and then, you know, Mars will go into Scorpio uh, at the end of October and then you start over again. So the next four weeks, no, not four weeks, next six weeks are about rest, going within, shedding the past, shedding your connection to the past. It's about reflection, meditation, spirituality, trying to integrate the wisdom that you have learned over the previous two-year cycle of Mars going through the signs. And so it's a little bit of an existential time for you. It's also a time, Scorpio, where you can't push. As much as you would like to push, you have to sort of let things flow at the moment. I will say this is more of a traditional way of looking at the transit, but Mars through the 12th sort of can weaken um, your vitality. Um, so definitely take your vitamin C, take care of yourself, get enough sleep, drink enough water, because um, this is a time when you can't really, you know, have that physical vitality. The 12th is typically in a time of recuperation and rest instead of really being out there in the world. But you can use this for your own uh, means. You know, I, I do think that you know, with all the things that have happened, especially that really intense August, um, maybe it wasn't intense for you. And if it wasn't great, um, you, need, you need you need the rest, Scorpio. Sagittarius. So Mars is in your 11th sign. And this is coming after Mars's time in Virgo, which represents the top of your chart. And the top of the chart is about career. And so this has really been a time about career focus and really getting yourself out there in the world, your, your own like drive and initiation. But now Mars is going into the 11th. So after everything that you achieved in the, the last six weeks, what's next? And so the next the coming six weeks are about you looking ahead, you sort of gazing into the future and thinking, okay, what do I want to achieve the next, you know, year, the next five months, the next six months. So it's time to plan and to strategize. The 11th sign is also about your social circle, your social network. So this is a time when, you know, maybe you're reaching out to your friends, your community, and to be fair, Mars can be a bit pointed. So maybe this is a time when your connections with friends, your connections with your social circle or your community are a bit pointed. Mars typically isn't diplomatic. Nevertheless, it has to find its diplomacy in Libra. So how do you put out fires? How do you smooth things over with, with people or, or somebody else? But that said, like I said earlier, 
this is also about the future. So how do you use that Mars energy to really lock your sights on something that you want further down the road? And how do you make the plans in order to achieve them? Um, Capricorn. Mars has now reached the top of your personal chart. So Libra represents your 10th sign. The 10th sign is about your career, the title after your name, your ambitions, your place in the world. So Mars is really motivating you to get out there. <coughs> Sorry, throat chakra. I guess uh, something's going on. So Mars is really pushing you to kind of get out there in your professional life. Uh, Libra typically as a career, it really wants to network. It wants to make sure it has allies and its professional life. So maybe you're doing some professional networking over the next six weeks. Um, but this is a time when you really need to, uh, oh, I, did I really skip Libra? Oh, Maybe I skip Libra. I'll come back to Libra um, right after I finish Capricorn. Thank you all. Um, what was I saying? Capricorn. So Capricorn, <laughs> this is a time when you're really motivated and driven to connect in your professional life. Over the next six weeks, you might use Mars energy to get a new job, to make achievements in your professional life, to work harder and that's not always a fun thing to say but mars in this part of the chart is very responsibility focused so you're really thinking about your responsibilities really thinking about the title after your name your place in the world and really using this energy to go out there and get it um mars is the planet in your chart that talks about home and family so this might be a time when you're really out there you're not really at home you're out of the home and you're really focusing on your worldly life instead of your personal life. Libra, because I skipped Libra, I'm so sorry about that, because um, I probably was thinking about Virgo and then Scorpio, anyway. Mars is now in your sign, Libra. So think back two years ago when Mars was last in Libra and you're sort of coming full circle after anything that you began at that time. So I just say that it's maybe worth your time to Think about where you were at in August, September of 2019. Um, but Libra, sorry, Mars, Mars is not a um, subtle planet. So you've got drive, you've got motivation over the next six weeks. And maybe you feel like you have a little bit of a temper. I think Libra has this reputation for being uh, the sign of nice. I mean, it wants to smooth things over, but you may find that with that Mars in uh, your first house or your first sign, you are anything but accommodating. Look, maybe sometimes that's just where we all have to be. You're, you're maybe you've been trying to bend over backwards for people, for example. Here comes Mars, and Mars is very self-motivated, especially once in the first sign. So you're very, you're not as concerned with what other people want during this time. Um, so you might be needing to individuate, especially if you've been in a relationship where you haven't been able to be yourself. Here comes Mars. Mars is like, I, I, I want, I desire, I need. And Mars is really lighting things up. So that said, if you have a lot of energy, especially when Mars goes into the sign um, after the 14th, like use this energy wisely, put it towards something, initiate something, start something. Um, also be physical with it because Mars in general is a very physical planet. It needs exercise, it needs 
movement, it can't just sit around. If it sits around, it, it, it gets frustrated, it gets things bottled up, and then it explodes. So yeah, Mars will be in your sign Libra uh, until the end of October. Aquarius, because we had to kind of do things a little bit backwards and I unfortunately skipped Libra. But uh, Aquarius, Mars is, wait, gotta get my brain in, in gear because I did a little backwards dancing. Um, Mars is in your ninth sign. So the ninth sign is a place where we look out into the world. What do I believe in? What do I stand for? What are my convictions? You know, what's my education? So the next six weeks, you're focusing on education. Maybe you're going back to school. Maybe you're thinking about taking classes or anything that's more special specialty classes as opposed to just taking like workshops um but this is a time when you're really thinking about the education that you need in order to put towards your professional life come the end of october when mars goes into scorpio so there's education's a focus it's also a time like i said for you to think about what you believe in because this is the part of the chart where we really you know synthesize all the things that we've learned into the things that we know. And sometimes we think we know exactly what is true, capital T, truth. So maybe Mars through the, the your ninth sign over the next six weeks, like you're very certain about what you believe in for better or for worse. I always say like, don't always make sure you get another perspective, but it might be a time when you are really standing up for what you believe in, you're standing up for your convictions, you have a very sharp um, way of viewing the world, or even a sharp way of being out there in the world. In other times when we could travel as freely, that's, this would definitely be a time when you're hopping on a plane and you got that sort of wanderlust, and maybe you're still doing that. Um, but Mars is leading you out into the world, and this could happen literally because you are traveling outward into the world, or it's happening metaphorically because you are learning about the world. Um, but also this sort of other metaphorical way of looking at it is like your sense of the world, your worldview, what you believe in. So Mars typically has a lot of opinions when it's in the ninth sign. So just sort of look at your opinions. They're just, they're not so uh, they're not so sharp. Um, sorry, Pisces. Like I said, we went a little bit backwards. Um, Pisces, so Mars is going into what's called your eighth sign. This comes after the last four, I always say four, but last six weeks of Mars being in your relationship sign. This has been a time to connect, interact, socialize, but also look at relationship issues. Mars going into the eighth sign it's where you, in a way, have to face themes around intimacy and vulnerability. I always say, when you go into the eighth, you have to face yourself. This is a time when fears may come up, the psyche, these deeper emotions that you haven't been dealing with. But in this next six weeks, there's an alchemy because Mars is leading you, motivating you, driving you to get into the deepest parts of yourself. I, I call the eighth, the eighth room. You are in the eighth room. It's not the only thing that's happening in your chart right now, Pisces, but certainly Mars is putting a focus on this part of your chart. This part of the chart also talks about money, finance, assets, wealth, debt, um, 
taxes. So maybe you're really focusing on your financial life over the next six weeks. Mars is maybe focusing you to kind of tidy things up. But that said, this is typically a time when you have to really feel those uncomfortable emotions because it's sort of the, I guess, the necessary alchemy in order for you to grow. So it just might be a little bit of an intense five, six weeks for you Pisces, nothing that you can't handle, of course. Um, but yeah, thank you for pointing out that I skipped over Libra. I'm so sorry, Libra. Um, maybe that's me, you know, sun opposite Neptune right now. Like I'm, you know, half, I'm in another Neptunian world. I've got Neptune personally all over my chart. I've got Neptune conjunct my ascendant, uh, when I was born, um, a little fun fact, but, um, that is your look at the astrology of September 13th through 19th, 2021. Um, again, Mars going into Libra. We also have Venus square Saturn and the sun opposite Neptune. Um, you can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. I know many of you are my clients, so you can book a consultation and, and do one-on-one -on -one work. Um, I'm going to be finally launching some classes. I've been trying to get it online coursework um, going so that you all can learn astrology with me and uh, you know also you can follow me on Facebook on Instagram um, YouTube Spotify so that said it's so nice to see you all again and again thank you even the Libras that I accidentally snubbed but we all we, we fix it in the end but um, have a wonderful week and I will see you all next week bye